Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hello, this is Heather Ward, and I serve at Golden Hills as a Bible study teacher for our women's ministry and a writer for our small group ministry. Today's passage for the Golden Hills Daily Podcast is going to be in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 12-15. through 15. Let me read it. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it is right, as long as I am in the body, to stir you up by way of reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me, and I will make every effort so that after my departure you may be able at any time to recall these things. Recently, just a few days ago, I was speaking with a close friend, and we're both in the ministry, so we're just checking in on each other with how things are going given you know all of the changes because of the coronavirus, and this was early on, so little did we know how many things would change even since our conversation, but we were just checking in with each other and kind of the daily goings in and outs of implications of what was happening. And her and I have very different situations um, and unique challenges because of these restrictions. And so we were uh, just talking about our different perspectives and how we were handling everything and conversations that we were having with people. And um, quickly our conversation went from talking about those immediate things to reminding each other of the wonderful spiritual truths and promises of God found in Scripture. At one point I said, I know I'm preaching to the choir but dot, dot, dot. And she stopped me mid sentence and said, we need to remind each other of these things because we are united in these truths. See, without the constant reminder of these things for each other and in our time spent in the word and prayer and in prayer, our hope can quickly be misplaced onto just what we have immediately in front of us. Don't get me wrong. We need to think and plan and act with each day's challenges, but Our hope cannot lie in the success or failure of those days. Our hope must be found in the rock-solid truth that Jesus has come, has died, and has risen again. He has redeemed his people and is and will continue to restore. We are his and he is ours. That's why whenever I hear the encouragement to preach the gospel to ourselves daily, my thoughts immediately go to Peter's words. In this letter, thought to be written shortly before he was martyred, Peter's urgency to call out the false teaching threatening his readers was strong. He spends time encouraging his audience to grow their faith and to combat the corruption that the false teaching can bring. And when we get to 2 Peter chapter 1, Peter is exhorting his reader to remember and take to heart the truths and promises of God, ending with the encouragement that if these truths are remembered, they will keep the believer from stumbling, and they will be able to be richly welcomed into the eternal kingdom. I want to read to you the the truths of the gospel that Peter mentions in verses 3 through 4. Peter says this, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every epilogue 
effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he goes on to talk about the implications. I actually read all the way to verse uh, 9 there. But the very first two verses I read, verse 3 and 4, kind of give us the truths of the gospel, that God has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called to us to his own glory and excellence, by which he's granted to us precious and the very great promises so that we can be partakers in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world because of the sinful desire. And then verses five through nine is the implications or the outworking and the, the, the suggestion that Peter's giving for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with these things. And he lists those things out for us to remember. And he says that if these qualities are yours and they're increasing, they're keeping you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's this idea that the gospel truth informs how we act and what the Christian life looks like. And if those things are, con- you, we see growth and, and continuation with those the knowledge of who Jesus is and the outworking of those things, then we are kept from being ineffective. And then in verse 11, Peter says this, For in this way there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to verses 12 through 15. So 12 through 15, I want to read it again because uh, in light of what Peter has just said about the gospel truth and the working implications of that, he says, Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you may know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it is right, as long as I am in this body, to stir you up by way of reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me, I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. And so Peter is met with such conviction that is so important that we remind each other of these things. Peter is left with his ministry saying, I know my time is coming, but I intend always to remind you of these truths. And then he says this to stir you up by way of reminder. And then he ends with, I will make every effort so that after my departure, you will be able at any time to recall these things. Peter encourages his audience with an urgent reminder of this call to never forget the truth and implications of the gospel. Peter's 100% convinced and convicted of the work of Jesus Christ. Remember, he was one of the witnesses to the transfiguration along with some of the other apostles. And this is recorded for us in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. His words carry deep personal conviction and therefore he passes that on to his reader and his audience to remind each other of these things and to remember the truths and the conviction and the power of the gospel. What does that mean for us in our time today? Maybe we're not 
so impacted by false teaching, although that's rampant all around us. Right now, for in this moment, it's the difficulty of the coronavirus and the implications that have for us. Our world has been flipped upside down and our day-to-day comings and goings are not the same anymore. And so we have to rely on the truths and promises of scripture. They're beautiful and they provide hope that goes beyond today. It brings me back to my conversation with my friend. We were doing this very thing. We were talking about the day-to-day challenges, yet we came and ended on the truths of the gospel in light of these challenges. And she was doing that for me, and I likewise was doing that for her. Just as Peter said, it is right to refresh your memory. So, church, we need to do that for each other in these times. As long as we're in our bodies, or as the NIV says, in our earthly tents, that's what Peter calls his own body, it's good for us to do the same for each other as brothers and sisters in our Lord Jesus Christ. Whenever you may hear this podcast recording, wherever you're at, whether it's the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, I pray and hope that you are reminded of the truths and the promises of scripture, the beauty of what Jesus has done and is continuing to do. And even when we don't know how to make sense of the day-to-day, we can rely on the steadfast truth that God's word provides. Grace and peace be with you. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.